live from the Club Drev studio, exclusively on the Beer Garden Sports Network. It's time for your footy fix, so grab a cold one and get ready for footy and frothies. It is indeed footy and frothies, and we are back for another week. 13 sleeps to go till we can actually watch some footy. Bit excited about that. Um, as are the two gentlemen joining me. To my right, as always, Barney Boy. How's your week been? What's going on? Yeah, mate. Um, same as always, just working hard, getting absolutely smashed at work, but that doesn't really matter. It's all about being at home and, yeah, getting real excited. As you said, two weeks away. And also, I'm quite um, pretty glad to be sitting right next to the podcast host extraordinaire. How many shows are you doing now? Three a week. Seven a week? Four. Three. Four, three, I'm five. Trying to ditch this, the fishing one, so three. <laughs> <laughs> you don't fish? No, because I, yeah, I don't know the one end from the other. No. I'm, I'm going to be taught by two wise men in Trevor and Tony, but that's for another network. Yep. Uh, and um, how did the boys go on the weekend? Just show us your tips, boys. Uh, uh, mediocre. Mediocre? No, Sosie Bond was the best of the night. Best of the day yeah, for me. Yeah. It, it did quite well. And uh, Grand Piano and... Both the greys went no good, but the yeah. one in the first leg of the quarter was good. Batiga. Batiga. Yeah. Nash got me yeah, through quite well right. there. I, was, I was, had to listen and follow. I did pretty well myself, but yep. um, Saturday night sounded like fun. <laughs> yeah, it was. The boys yeah, and Campfire Trev. chat. You can see that across on the Club Trev Facebook page and Club Trev Spotify feed. That was a lot of fun. Plenty of beers consumed. It was, as standard. And, so, um, we've got good. the Rugby League Encyclopedia over here tomorrow. Yeah, right. so we've hired a res- – so Barney used to be the news hound, but we've uh, promoted Trev to resident news hound. Yep. So I guess you'd be semi-regular most weeks, but you'd be doing our news and interviews for us as well. Yeah, that's right. So what's the news this week, Trev? Uh, we'll get into we'll get into the important stuff. But how's your week been? How are you feeling? Are you back on the road to recovery? Back yeah, pushing mate. your limits? Yeah, I think I've gone uh, beyond my limits, actually. <laughs> so for the listeners out there who live out in the western suburbs... Close. That's it. Get the microphone in your mouth. No, no, you're doing good. Keep going. Yeah, sorry, guys. No, that's right. Yeah, so for everyone who lives out in the western suburbs, know the river walk, yep. bridge to bridge. Beautiful Nepean River. At the Nepean River and that. So I got done that t- today and now I'm walking around like a penguin. <laughs> and that, You've done pretty much bugger all for the last two, three months, yeah? Yeah, that's right, mate. <laughs> Obviously, like, since the operation, uh, and so I've just gone, yeah, I'll go do the river walk. Mate, I remember 20 years ago, I used to run it under 25 minutes. Yeah. Today, it took me just under two hours to walk it. And for those that don't know, it's a good, it's a good 7K walk. I think it's just touching 7Ks. Yep. Yeah, so, just over 7Ks, yeah. Yeah, beautiful walk, beautiful part of the world in Western Sydney. Uh, so you've pulled up, right? How's the uh, the stomach everything on the road to recovery? Yes, yeah, a little bit surely, mate. Uh, I guess there'll be medical oncologist at the end of the month. And let's uh, see what's happening from there. Oh, beautiful. Right. So, so um, we're looking for a nickname for the other Trev as well. Yeah, when you're working, when you're doing shows on a network with uh, two Trevs, it's now becoming uh, a bit of a confusion sometimes to say which Trev's doing what. So we need we need to find Trev a nickname. Should we put it out as a competition or you yeah, got something for Yeah, of course. So we've got some people in the background there that know Trev quite well, I'm sure, that follow our, our little podcast here. So anybody got some inside dirt there to give us a nickname? Yeah. Any starting points? Starting points. Any nicknames over the years? Uh, Big Trev. Yeah. That was one. Uh, Big Trev the Trevenator. The Trevenator. <laughs> <laughs> no, no matter why, guys. So I used to work at AAPT many years ago. Mm-hmm. And that was back in the days when it was AAP, AAPT, Smart Chat. Yeah. Yep. And they used to have the one of their marketing poise was the blue shirts with riding on it. Yep. Well, every yeah, staff yep. member got one of them. And well, the guys who I worked with for my shirt, they put the Trevenator, the Trevenator. on it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 
Trevor need, yeah. Yeah, um, we'll probably look at trying to find something for find something. Yeah, We might put that Throw up on Facebook. Throw it the listeners. Get Facebook and, uh, and uh, YouTube. Not YouTube, what's the other thing? Twitter. <laughs> Twitter's the other thing we use. There's too many things <laughs> I do these days. I should give myself a raise. Um, so we need a nickname for Good Trev. That's he's it. currently. So, but he's been busy this week. Hopefully we were just talking off air. Got some scoops coming up. In the, in the weeks ahead Something interesting for the listeners Which we can Which Stay tuned We can't really talk about it just yet But yeah. Some stokes in the fire As it were So a big week of uh, Big week of news Since we spoke last uh, One week to go Then we'll be doing Back to our regular previews Yep But for now um, Where should we start Should we start with the anti-vaxxers Yeah why not yeah. Uh, Start there right. Any opinions there So everyone's basically Few people apologise and come healing pretty quick, and uh, just one outstanding now. As far as I can tell, the big issue is that the Queensland government have insisted on it. And uh, what are your thoughts, been Barney? We go across the table here, Barney. You can go first. Just before I left to come around here this evening, I heard on uh, on the news that apparently the one that's left has been given a medical exemption not to right. have the shot. Is that the so, right? Is it? Yes, yeah. Uh, to me, got a medical exemption. And considering Queensland had shut the borders and said that nobody that doesn't get the shot can play in Queensland, all so it's a bit weird, but obviously there's some backroom deals going on there. So, um, oh, mate, you know, at the end of the day, it is your choice whether what you put into your body, as he says, and um, you know, there's there's a conversation there to be had. But it was it was looking to be no jab, no play. But who knows what's what's actually going to happen? It'll probably change three or four times over the next week. But yeah, mate, like my uh, opinion on the anti-vaxxers or players don't want to have the vaccine. Fair enough. You may not want it, but if it's part of your going to be part of the employment conditions to work, you know, like you can go to other places. Like, and I know I'm going to use hospitals here. You know, like nurses and that. Like it's part of their thing to get it done. Yeah, aged care and that aged care, they got to be all vaccinated and whatever else. And, and like I know I'm going to bring. But if you if you pluck chickens, and I know because I do plenty of tax returns, if you're a chicken plucker for like a better, you have to get bird flu shots. Like it's part of your employment. It's a fact. If you're, uh, you, they're less so if you're required to, like in being face to face, it's just. Yeah, with the flu, we obviously never had to get the swine uh, no. flu or whatever it was because it couldn't be transmitted to people or yeah. whatever happened there. If but, you're a vet, you have yeah. to be immunised for parvo and whatever else yeah, as well. Of so course. it's like, if parvo can be transferred, it's it part of your um, yeah. yeah. As you say, yeah. it's part of your employment. It's part of your employment. But um, yeah. Apparently he has got medical exemption, so you get it. That was news to me before I came here, but what can you add without starting a... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't need guys, any... Like, I'm too, too old to have any vaxxers coming after like, me. I'm going to mention a player who was one that got mentioned that didn't want to get it done in Nathan Peets. Yep. And, that, and I can see where Nathan was coming from because when he got it done back in 2014 when he was at South Sydney, he had a bad reaction. So yeah. he's got a bad experience. Yeah, we spoke about it last week. I was the same. Um, our work consisted obviously with aged care that um, as of the 1st of May, there was legislation where if you deliver to aged care, you need to be vaccinated. And I was in the same position uh, five years ago, whatever it was, the first time I ever had it. I had a bad reaction. Four or five days, I was really ill. And... Um, this time I've had the jab four or five days ago and I haven't had any issues at all. So, yeah. but yeah, is what it is. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree. But I think, especially like especially in your situations, you're you're going to how many different facilities? Eight, twelve or thirteen at least a day. Oh, about twenty-five, thirty. Yeah. You're coming home to a two-year-old, uh, what, eighty-month-old Eight daughter. Eighty-month-old daughter. Yeah. You got a two sixty-five-year-old parents who you see. Yep. Twice a week, probably most yep. weeks. At least a once so a week. So it's yep. just common for you. It's part of living a healthy lifestyle with the rest of your family, really. Of course, yeah. And just, I don't have common courtesy is the word, but at least 
regard for the rest of your life going on and people in it. Yep, no, exactly. Um, obviously, well, if I didn't, if I wasn't told to take it, uh, have it, I probably wouldn't have done it, just because of the reaction. But mm-hmm. now I've had it, and I've had no reaction this time, so. It'll yeah. probably be an ongoing thing from now on. But And the flip side, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, I probably did, but um, the flip side is my doctor's told me I have to have it every week, I'll pretty much end up in hospital if I get sick. So for me, it's part of what I have to do. And p- people respecting that around me is part of, uh, of uh, I guess, the, uh, like I said, regard for other people around you. Yeah, of course. Um, so I guess we don't need to dwell on too much on that. The Cleary yeah. thing came up again, so he's, yeah, so he's come out and looked like a bit of a suspension. So him and Tyrone May both got two weeks. So Tyron now will miss out seven weeks. Oh, it's been added, of course, yeah. Because it's been added. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's already missed out two games, so that's another... Missed most of last year as well, didn't he? Yeah, so... He had the year off for last year, yeah. So he's still got another five games to go. And uh, so clearly they basically came Trouble back Trouble seems to follow that bloke, doesn't it? <laughs> I think anyway. it turned up that time, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the understanding is he effectively got... Um, they proved that he wasn't just... Uh, they weren't just popping in for yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah, he lied, to, he lied, the, um, to, lied to the committee. So integrity unit. Integrity is it a unit. case of bringing the game in disrepute as well? And, uh, yeah, two games in a, what, 20 grand? Yeah. Um, the other two... And plus, he got, plus he got a fine from New South Wales Police as well. Yeah, the yeah, police like He was the one who... <laughs> Instagram. He's the one who went out and picked them up and brought them back home, apparently. Mm. Oh, right. I hadn't, hadn't so actually he, he heard that. The, it he, just he, makes he, it so much worse, doesn't it? He was the Uber driver. Yeah. <laughs> so he looks a bit like a pelican. He's come out since and probably did what he should have done in the first place and tried to be sincere in it. I shouldn't say tried. He was apparently sincere in a... Um, Interview. It was kind of weird, but he he went looking for that interview. Apparently, he would have because he would have felt there, yeah, you know, and then went and spouted a whole heap of crap to the news, and then it got him into trouble. But yeah, as we said last week as well, you know, you fuck up, you put your hand up. Like, yep, don't it. try to lie and fucking get around it and all the rest of it. Uh, up coming back exactly, and and yeah, someone the big he'll learn. He's, in a day he's twenty one. He'll learn as we all done at that age that um sometimes you got to put your head up and cop it on the chin. And yeah, obviously, and it is a big chin. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is a good chin. Um, and but he'll move on, and hopefully be better for it. Anything to add there? Um, good Trev, uh, be a GT, <laughs> GT. There you go. Yeah. I don't need a competition. <laughs> but no, uh, I just think in the day, you know, it's a learning curve for him. Probably should just put his hand up from the start, and hopefully he learns from you know some of the best players in the game who all made mistakes when they were younger, and became better people. So yeah. Oh, who's that? who hasn't made mistakes? That's made right. Plenty of them. Uh, it wasn't TikTok back then, I suppose. So. That's Probably right. Probably got lucky. There used to be, I think when I first started out, there was a little portable digital cameras the best you could do. And even them, it took a day to upload because yeah. you'd go home, fire to the SD reader, plug yeah, it in. You're wait 10 minutes, <laughs> wait for the ADSL to get in. And then you load two up on your MySpace and off you went. While um, whatever else played in the background of your MySpace. While we're on this uh, same sort of subject, um, Josh Adokar apparently challenging his um, social distancing fine from the New South Wales Police. <laughs> Man, I, I don't understand what he gets to gain from that, to be honest. Like, um, he's he's built up a pretty good social media following over the last probably couple of months. He's um, he's a bit of a different dude, and um, people obviously like what he does on TikTok and YouTube and all the rest of it. Yeah. But, um, you know, like, obviously the new era, people sponsor the, the player more than the team, if you know what I mean. Like, it, it's going the way of American sports where you've got your own brand, your own profile, and to the common guy, like to me, it's just hurting your profile. Trying to, 
you know, challenge a $1,000 fine for doing the wrong Especially thing. Especially what's he on? At least 700 650 something. Yeah, at least uh, three, 400 like, I think he was know. on three or 400000 Like, he wasn't on much at Melbourne. He'll be, he'll be looking for next year, and he's probably he's probably seven dented. times more than what we're on, you know what that's I mean? What, that's and, right. And what's a medium medium wage in uh, Sydney? 55? Yeah, it's, it's just, you know, like... I'm I'm a nobody, but we've got our little profile where we can you know we can make comment on this kind of thing. But I guarantee you there'd be plenty of if the pubs were open, there'd be thousands of other nobodies saying pretty much exactly the same thing. Like it, it, I don't understand it. It's it's hurting himself more than anything else. I, I can't see how if it was a challengeable thing, wouldn't everyone be trying to go to court? Or everyone with some modicum of money, um, but. Unless there's you know, maybe there's an angle someone's going to him and offered him an angle. Yeah, out, maybe but somebody said that, you know, day, there's a loophole here. But but like it's, and, it's exactly about the clear. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, end of day, the only winners out of all that, like with his incident, is going to be the lawyers. Exactly, of course, and yeah. the courts. That's right. Um, but it's again, there's times in life you just got to cop it and chin, put your hand up, say I was wrong, and move on. And people, you, you make a little, you sometimes make a lot more respect out of uh, doing that than trying to do the alter- alternative. Yeah. Um, Jimmy the Jets in rehab again, which is sad news. Just sad news, but yeah. at least he put his hand up and went and looked for some help. So, and uh, third time issues. I believe he obviously he's moved back to Sydney to be closer to home, and now he's got his own issues. Uh, anything to add there, or? I just, I, just hope, I just hope he gets himself through it. Yeah, gets through it. Whatever, whatever the issue is, whatever demons he may be facing. I just hope for him as a person, he can get through it. Don't, don't worry about footy. No, you know, definitely like not. Day, it's his welfare that's more important, and the longevity of him after Absolutely. footy. I just wonder. Latrell was so keen to go out and checking all his brothers out in the bush. I wonder if um, he picked up the phone and, and Jimmy a call and checked in on Jimmy. Sometimes you just got to look so. closer to home. That's my mind. Yeah. And, and please, that's not a race thing. Please do not make it that. It was just a thought of checking on your teammate. Yeah, of if course. If your teammate struggled, I wonder if he did then. He's so keen to go and check on everything else. But allegedly. So um, but I really do wish the best for James Roberts and hope he gets on from there and he's back on the field by the end of the year. Sure. Uh, the jungle drums keep beating louder for Josh Reynolds going to the dogs. Looks like. Dean Pay's happy for that to happen if yeah, uh, everything's it's facilitated. up to the dogs. The, uh, the Tigers. Madge already yeah. turned around and said that, you know, it's done. If he wants to go, I'm not yeah. going to stop him. I think, everyone's, I think it's just a legal mumbo-jumbo now. Seems to be gathering um, he was one of a, He's a fan favourite with the, um, you know, the, the Bulldogs fans, so I can't see it being a bad thing for either team, to be honest. It's good for him, and, and he'd probably start six for him. Looks like he said, looks like... Um, you would imagine so. You got Wakeham there, and looks Lewis, like Lewis, has been Lewis the outer. looks like he's on the outer, and Wakeham's still a young, very young half. Which well, Wakeham's yeah. only twenty one, twenty two. Takes yeah. a while for you know, halves to get. Reynolds, you know, you know like he's experienced. You now he's a state of origin winner. Yep, and he's just a. Yeah, tough, he might grow. He, he might almost grow a leg as a leader, oh, like as he, a, in a leadership he's role. Yeah. If he's, he's, he's sort of like a go, he's sort of like follow me, boys, like the young fellas. Mate, yep. Let me just give you an example. Right, so yeah, a few years ago. I went down to the St. George Dragons Junior Rugby League Club. Mm-hmm. And that's nothing to do with St. George Dragons. That's what they call okay. it. Okay, yep. And that. And that's uh, Josh Reynolds Junior League. That's his junior club. Yep. And they had a knockout on that day. Well, it ended up being a gala day because New South Wales Rugby League said it wasn't going to be a knockout. They didn't mention it to him <laughs> until the very day. This is a round robin. So it, just ended up, it ended yep. up just being a just... Have a fun day. Okay, yeah. yeah. Just at everyone, the, please. That's right. At the end of, like, throughout the day, and even at the end of the day, mate, he was going around packing up things, like, doing stuff at, like, 
your normal ground managers, yeah, club people do. And he was packing up, picking up the witch's hats, packing everything away, saying hello to everyone. He, mate, he was a great person to have no, around. That's awesome. Yeah, and, uh, that's what you want. And he was the last person out there doing it. Yeah, he and, uh, and he generally comes across that way all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he does seem like a wholehearted person and, yeah. and footballer, obviously. It's one of his traits. Mm. And that, like, so, yeah, definitely, mate. Like, people can say, oh, he's a flip and that. But when you're in a harder moment out on the footy field, we all do silly things. Oh, of course, mate. Doesn't competition brings out all sorts of weird stuff. That's right. <laughs> I'm one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. If I'm bowling, if I'm playing cricket and bowling at you, I've got plenty to say and I'm going to carry on like an idiot. Oh, <laughs> mate, you, mate, you even say the. Adrian Avery, when he drops your catches, mate, he's all about it. <laughs> Actually, it's the other way around last year, but let's not be on it. It is a footy show. I'd nearly moved on. <laughs> anyway. I won't sleep tonight. Uh, I've got mm. one, drop one. Mm. Come on. Said all. And, um, yeah, no, I think I think it, the, the move makes sense, especially because, yeah, with, like we talked about last week, Mumbai's back, Harry Grant's there now. Yeah, exactly. Billy Walters probably going to bench. They're, they're looking at Dewey to the – Yeah, he just – And the dogs need a half. Yeah, and, and and they reckon Fear Foran's now fit. Yeah, it looks like he, oh, well, he's come out and said that he's going to play round three. Um, whether he does or not, it only means he's a week or two away. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and he's he's pivotal for that team, and if he gets a bit of backup, I think it's a win-win for everyone if uh, if that happens. I think so. Oh, mate, because I'll tell you now, like Reynolds is getting wasted playing. Well, not playing or not playing, playing twenty now. minutes off the bench. Well, he's get he was getting wasted playing Canterbury Cup. Obviously, Canterbury Cup's been cancelled for this year, so him going to the Bulldogs, he's going to play first grade, mm-hmm. and he should. He definitely should. Oh. A, as a starting half or as a as the fourteen, he yeah. definitely should be playing first grade. Uh, we'll, we'll just keep rolling with something to touch on there. You've got your pretty close to the ground in local footy. How's the effect been? The Canterbury Cup uh, not existing now. What's that meant for local footy across Sydney? Okay, and uh, and I guess first grade feedback as well. Yeah, so obviously there's no Canterbury Cup. I'm hearing quite a lot of the Ron Massey teams are going to be pouring out as well. Mm-hmm. And that, like I've heard quite a few times. Is that just money wise? Like it's just not worth them running. Yeah, it? it's just money wise. You know, like you know, like some clubs out there, they got the money to pay the players for the year. Mm. But you know, what about their sponsors? Yeah, you know, some of their like sponsors may not be around next year because they could be out of business. Of not so much like their big corporation sponsors, but some clubs, like you know, like they still rely on your the local pizza joint, your yeah. local pizza joint, your local painter, or your local plumber. Well, I know just through dealing with um, what we did last year. There's you have your car yards, and then there's your clean, your local cleaners, your yeah. local, and they they just have a logo on the side of the shirt because they come in and vacuum the grant the um, right. lock rooms in the day. So they and even if they're not gone, they're probably not going to have the money to be sponsoring right. footy teams. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm. so, like a lot of the Ron Massey teams, what I've been told, are looking at pulling out. There's probably only like a handful that could probably play, but. Is it worth them playing, what, a three-way or a four-way? No, I don't think so. What, what does this – does this mean – I know they've got their hands full restructuring right now. Does this mean effectively they're going to have to redo reserve grade? They're going to have to look at how what, – what reserve grade or candy cap or what that's going to be next year, the second-tier competition? Um, I don't think uh, – Or they'll just – it'll just be like a year off and then yeah, your, your, your mounties and right. these sort of people will come back next year and start again. Yeah, like so Canterbury Cup will be all right come next year. Yeah. And that because, like, most of the teams and that, like, have a big establishment behind them. Like, Mounties yep. have the Mounties group. Yeah. And that, like, I'll tell you a funny story. I won't mention names, but someone from New South Wales Rugby League phoned 
apparent or apparently phoned the boss of Mounties. Not the rugby league. I'm talking about the Mounties group. Mm-hmm. And we was asking them questions. How are you going to pay your players this year? <laughs> and apparently the top boss of the Mounties group turned around and said, I've got over 500 employees to worry about before I worry about football. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but that'll go across. Um, a lot of them are tied. That's right. I'm trying to think. Because, like, the, you've got to look, the, Mounties group, it. the yeah. Mounties group have the club itself. Mounties at Mount Pritchard. Yeah. they got hardboard diggers. And yeah. like, Grand yeah, yeah, they've got plenty. And that's so you, yeah. got a few And they're all shut down as well. So That's right. So, you know, he, he and look, what I got told was he said to him, I've got other things to worry about. Did he give him a full mouthful or <laughs> was he political? Oh, I believe he, what I've been told that he, he uh, knocked, the spray. Knocked, knocked his person down yeah. a few levels. Yeah. As, yeah. <laughs> as he should. Yeah. yeah, sometimes a real world gets in the way of footy, doesn't it? It's a real shame. Yeah, um, yeah that would be interesting. So you think effectively next year I speed would just be as if they've all had two years off and back up and they'll try and – does player recruitment become an issue at Canterbury Cup level? Um, Contracted players or not really because uh, at Canterbury Cup level, like you know, like uh, they got, like I know pl- uh, clubs shouldn't uh, really rely on the NRL clubs. As but you're such. looking at if it, well, let's say ten players are going to be in that team to start with. If yeah, you're well, a feeder team, so so so, so so basically, yeah. you know, like, you're ten of your so top the NRL, 30. you know, you got top thirty, yeah. Like, on, like in hindsight, you expect at least to have 13 of them every week. Mm. Yeah, Obviously, barring injuries yep. and yes. and all that, but in a good world. And then they just have to go out and recruit. But, for example, like I'll use um, like Mounties or Blacktown workers. Mm. So they got their own Ron Massey Cup sides. So they got to recruit players for that as well. Yep. And that, so they got to make sure that's sorted. Where you got North Sydney, they're in with the Roosters. But at the moment, uh, they're grabbing they, they don't got to rely on recruiting players for Ron Massey because they're with Asquith Magpie so Asquith will take care of all that yeah so it just depends on the relationships that you have and depending on how it's going to affect like Asquith is only a small club yeah they've got the leagues there up at Asquith As- Asquith mm-hmm. Magpies good little club up there nice Chinese feed as well yep check it out <laughs> hopefully in about three check months it. you'll be allowed to go on us <laughs> check, it, check it out if you're up there in the uh, north, northern part of Sydney. But, yeah, um, you know, so it just depends on the relationships. Like, I, I see some clubs will probably struggle in that, but it all just comes back, like, your smaller clubs, like your Glebe Burwoods, you know, because they don't have a leagues club behind them. Mm-hmm. They're just relying on your, your pubs and your other small businesses, and they may have a bit of If you're not attached to a big club, what, probably seven times out of ten, you're attached to a pub, yeah. and they got that like, they're all locked down as well. Yeah, pretty, that's right. So, mate, well. just think, gonna, even locally, you've got the Emu Sports and uh, Pioneer Tavern. Well, and, let's uh, talk about uh, local A-grade. So what difference, yeah, so is there a knock on here or is it just, is there going to be a spade of, say, 25, 26-year-old second-tier players that just go, oh, fuck it, I'll go and just go yeah, and work? Yeah, I'd say you won't lose, come back to the game or you reckon a lot will come back? Or? Okay, if like what I've heard, um, some players have agreed to go and play local A-grade somewhere. But again, it depends because... What I've heard, some A-grade teams, they've pulled the pin as well. They're not even going to come back they're, when they're it does start for, back for up. For this year yep. because it's not worth it. Yeah. Yep. And that, like, um, the biggest casualty up on the coast, on Central Coast, is Wyong Roos. Mm-hmm. You know? Big club too. They've they got, they got, they got the league's club behind them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they've said, we're not going to spend money on expenditure. That's not necessary. Because, I mean, people don't realise because people look at park footy, think it's park footy, but to run a proper A-grade 
team, it's, you're probably looking at least 60 grand, aren't you, to, to really get up and going to be competitive? Or? Oh, mate, to be competitive, you're going you're gonna to at least need 100 grand to yeah. be competitive. So 60 is bottom so level. 60, if you've 60 got, grand, you're getting bottom of the barrel. Yeah, Jerseys, yeah. coach, five, That's six paying people, yeah, yeah. So yeah training staff. So it's six yeah. figures before you're up and going. Yeah. People don't realise this, so this is, even at Park Footy level, there's some. Uh, and there's there's no, people get paid, no paid to play A grade. A lot of people get paid to A grade, yeah. Yeah, and there's no money. And there's no money to be one actually. Like for mm. how much they put it in, it's a hobby. They don't get it back. And there's no ROI. Even so if it's, they win it's, the uh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's not uh, like okay, we're putting in a hundred grand to play the A grade. Yeah, we win the premiership. No. We're not winning two hundred grand prize. And it's relying a lot on, on a bit of love and a bit We've of um, five and a half. You're relying a lot yeah. on um, the ego of well-to-do business local, like local businessmen. Yeah, um, concrete is whatever. Happy to throw yeah. twenty grand in just to have their name on the front of the jersey, and if they win, they got they get to frame it and yeah. oh, come to present. We we sponsored the premiership winning yeah. team. Like. It we'll comes back to the NRL as well. Like apparently they're forecasting a two hundred and fifty million dollar loss, mm. and it's the crowds. You know, like if, especially with the Ron Massey and the Canterbury Cup. Obviously, they generally play back to back. They have the Generally. two games, um, and without crowds coming in, there's just <laughs> what kind of money is going to come through the gate? Nothing. Like I remember years ago, right, and I'm going talking about the old Metro Cup compared to yep. what like the old Metro Cup is what Romassi is now. I remember going to the Kingsway most Saturday afternoons when St Mary's used to play in the old Metro Cup. Mate, that place had more people there watching the old Metro Cup and what Penrith did on mm. the Saturday. Up when they're going like bastards, yeah. Hey. And for a lot, and I used to, a couple of these girls are saying, knew a lot of the A graders. And um, if you go there, sit right in the fence, you have a little esky mm-hmm. um, quietly on the quiet because the ground should come over and say, "Is that a beer?" Go, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, but and just being able to sit there ten meters away and hear the impact and hear the sledging and all that yeah. sort of thing, and that was what. I loved about the no crowds around. It felt like that. Like you could hear the impact. You could hear him going, right, I've got you next set. And then you could hear the slide, 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 all that sort of stuff that you don't. As a footy, as a footy, and you know, Trev, as someone hands on a footy, it's part of footy, but you don't, it never comes across in TV coverage, but it's part of the ground level of the game. And it was some of the most fun footy to watch live. Yeah. And for a lot of people, that was their Sunday. Didn't matter who was playing. They go, I'll go yeah, to we'll just go Western Weekend and we'll just watch whoever's playing. Yeah, just go watch whoever's playing. Even before when it was Western Weekend, they were in some areas where their senior teams were playing out the Kingsway. Mm. Or like, I'm, I'm, now I'm going to go back even further when <laughs> there was the West Mount Druid Raiders and that. Like, yep. So that, they, they came around in the early 90s. Now, like, I remember going down the Wayland Reserve and watching them play. Wow. Mate, yeah, it's like, a tough so, footy out there. Mate, and like the place was packed, like you couldn't. What's the one on the other one, on the other side of Mount Druitt? I can't think it was called Off the Bead Road there. What have you done? Anyway, you carry do that on. For? Yeah, so mate, like <laughs> I, remember, think of it. I remember watching West Mount Druitt play there some Sundays and that because I, I used to live not, like my house used to pack on the Wayland Reserve. Yeah. So, you know, if we jump the fence, jump the fence basically and go down and watch whoever was playing, hmm. mate. And like I remember some of the all in brawls and you had, <laughs> when the all in brawls happened, you had. Adults just grabbing kids and that, like just getting them out of the way, and mate, the place was packed to the max. Yeah, I even it was even as simple as three or four years ago. We would go down with our our mate Davey Ray and go down to Cambo and just watch Cambo. Oh, Cambo's probably the, one of the best. Yeah, the, uh, with the old boys on the hill there giving it to everyone. Yeah, well, Cambo's probably one of the best uh, for that. Like you know, they still had that mentality of you know if you played for Cambo, you support Cambo and you get up on the hill go. and abuse everyone else. And they, like they go. Anyway, like I know so many people out there don't like Cambo, but um, <laughs> yeah, so many people, have, yeah, so many people out there don't like Cambo, but I'll, I'll give it to their 
supporters and fans, like, doesn't matter where they go and play, they'll, they'll still bring two people yeah. with them. So. And some of the best stuff you've seen Camber get beaten up and, him, and the players <laughs> scoring and, and giving it to the guys on the hill. But, uh, yeah. But it used to be an old thing. So you get down there and be able to watch them at one o'clock and be at the pub by three to watch the four o'clock game. It's just part of your Sunday. You just go down. It's just a bit of fun. Um, yeah, so that's interesting to see yeah, how that might flow back on because they're going to have to – it's not just the NRL. They're going to have to rebuild three tiers essentially of course, yeah. to get up and going. Um, what about any news on SG Ball and Fleg and everything? That's still going to go ahead? Is that an abbreviated comp? Is it – is there a decision on that yet, Trevor? Yeah, so the junior reps has been canned for the rest of the year because normally that competition only finishes in June, July. Yep. And the players will go back and play club football like for the ones who still stay around. Jersey Flag is part of the Canberra Cup thing, canned for the year as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, um, I guess the beneficiary, in theory, should be C grade and your local footy, but it doesn't work that way again. Yeah, no, that's right. Like... Um, some players, what I've been told, some players who are part of the – if you're an SG ball player and you're not required to go, well, there's no jersey flag. Yeah. Like, you expect them to go back and play C grade. Yeah. Like, well, I know I would. Mm. If you want and a lot to of kids play. would. But there's probably a handful of kids who just go, oh, I'll get my apprenticeship and be lost to the game, which is a sad fact, but I suppose it happens in all sports. Yeah, that's right. But at the same time, like, you know, if they destined to go on further or they're contracted – for next season, and they say, look, you got to go back and play local A grade or C grade or under 21s. Yeah. You're going to go do it. Mm. You'd think so. Well, you and are they, so. are, um, do you know if these sort of underage contracts uh, and retainers and stuff are being honoured or is it a club by club? We just wouldn't know. Oh, wouldn't to know. be honest, off the top of my head, I wouldn't know. No, that's fair enough. Like obviously, each player and their agent would be dealing with all that. Yeah, so would have well, there'd be a up. few that would have probably exclusive contracts, I'd imagine, to certain clubs. So yeah. they wouldn't That's be able right. to be released. They'd got their clearance to, to go and to play for you, which a lot of clubs are probably happy to do. Yeah, so we might get on. Um, we are footy and frothy. I'm just going to do a quick shout-out here uh, to the Laurie Boys Brews. Um, had a little sneak six-pack of their Jim and Joe's Golden Ale this afternoon, and it was very, very delicious. It was just, right. As we're knocking back now, very yeah. good. And, Barn, what if we just opened here? The summer steam rail. Summer steam rail. <laughs> From uh, anyone who uh, enjoys this stuff, feel tight red togs. Craft beer. Summer ale. Let's it's find out about this. It's eh? a little fruity, but it's a beer, so I'll drink. Don't it. mind that either. That's all right. So it's a couple of local boys we're looking after here at Footy and Frothies. Um, and feel free to look after us by sending us some more. Um, <laughs> but very good drops. Recommend what are both your best, of them. Dougie, what are your best? And uh, day, while we're doing plugs, we'll get them out of the way. Subscribe to us on Spotify and iTunes and SoundCloud to get the Beer Garden Empire Sports Network. Just subscribe. Look, uh, look up Beer Garden Sports. You'll get this show each and every week on a Wednesday night once it comps nuts because we'll have to be up before the footy. Yep. And. Uh, the show racing preview, tips. one or two shows of the show us your tips and some videos of that all up. So you can take your pick there, obviously, on Spotify. You can, if you're not a racing fan, get on the footy and vice versa and listen to that. Um, and as well as we'll give a plug for Club Trev, our sister network, the big Club Trev Empire. Parent company. Parent company, shall we say. Yeah, looking after us in this palatial studio. Um, Trev does a great job. We have a lot of fun there. We get out to the bush and... Any footy clubs that want to come out and check out their stuff once I'm running, we're happy to entertain that. We're looking to get back on the road in October onwards. Yep. And uh, I believe, yeah, like we said, Tone and Trevor are looking at doing some fun fishing stuff, and I believe uh, 
myself and Trevor began doing some fishing stuff in a local store here, which would be a lot of actually should be oh, fun. I know nice. I joked about it earlier, but actually Very will good. be a lot of fun. That was tongue in teak, Trev, before tongue in treak as well. <laughs> tongue in teak's harder, it's just you get splinters. It's yeah, yeah. no good. So uh, all that stuff across the across the board, follow us all of them. They've all got their own Facebook page. Leave us some feedback. Um, send us a message or a comment and tell us we're either a bunch of fuckwits or we should all be anti-vax, whatever. Um, <laughs> but I do reserve the right. It is my podcast network, so you can get fucked if you don't agree with me. Uh, let's move on to <laughs> – no, uh, not at all. We want all the feedback we have. And uh, so far it's been really good. Shout out to the guys that have come across from Serious About Rugby League that have uh, – a lot of guys that jumped on board our page, Trev, and um, we're looking forward to hopefully – we talked. We talked off here earlier. Once they're back at some point in the next eighteen months, we'd give them a bit of coverage yeah, too. Nice. The UK a local, league, um, local footy club that I noticed joined the other day, the North Ride Eagles. Yeah, I think so, it was. Um, yeah, North Ride Eagles. Yep. yep. Shout out to the boys and girls at North. So I hope you all enjoy. Hope you all. Uh, if it's your first time, welcome on board, and you've put up with us for thirty-five minutes. Stick around because it does get better in footy season. We've actually got stuff to talk about. Um, so the big news though today is that uh, I'll get us a couple of signing news. I want to just tick off because I'm going down the list. Uh, Jackson Ford's re-signed with the Dragons, and Nathan Brown's taken up a contract extension with Para. So good for Para. Para's yeah, he's been one of the best for yeah. what, three years now. Really good in attack and solid great. in defence. Yeah, great. So, um, very good back rower. Power back rower and just real good footwork and. Looks a lot like the bloke from... Um, Got good hands, good offload, good... Yeah, not so, so Jerseylicious. Anyway, Jerseylicious. story. Right. I'll put up a photo one day. I haven't seen that. <laughs> no. The, uh, actually, the ex-missus used to watch Can I Say the Missus did. Um, yeah, so we've gone back to one referee. So the yeah. news out is that full-time referees will all remain employed. Uh, and back to one referee. Thoughts quickly before I agree to on a few things. Go, Trev, you can kick off this one. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, like I'm, I'm liking it. I love the one referee. Always have, always will. I remember when they first brought in the or first tried the two referee system back in year two thousand. It was a, on a Saturday night, Penrith Panthers versus Northern Eagles. Yeah, at Penrith Park. Uh, Penrith won the game. I think I was there. Oh, I know. I was there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, that, and I remember that uh, really clear. And then it just went died out. And obviously they brought it back ten years later and. And to, to be honest with you, mate, like I think they only do it because it looks good on TV. It's a production thing. Because when you go watch a Canterbury Cup game, Ron Massey Cup game, Jersey flag, the only time you see two referees in those games, if it's a TV game. Again, a production. Get the referees back, refereeing by themselves. One referee, I, I think it will be good. Makes them take uh, more ownership. Of the mistakes that they're doing, and because one thing I, I really dislike is when under the two referees, when one referee makes a mistake, both referees cop it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's right. I'll and that's that hap- it happened a lot now. That's a good point because how many times it happened last year and they both stood down? Yeah, uh, true. Yeah, sorry, but um, no, I think um, two referees was probably it. Probably is the way to go with the way the ruck is. Um, and all the, the gang tackling and the wrestling and the arm bars and the chicken wings and figure four leg locks and all the rest of that stuff. But um, the way that they used to interchange with 
one would take one set and then another would take the other set. That I think that's where they the whole lot of confusion started. I think it should have been if you were a pocket ref, you're the pocket ref. If you're the main ref, you're the main ref. Well, how can a 10 metres be a consistent 10 metres if it's two different blokes' exactly. interpretation of 10 and, metres? And then, and same with the, the strips and the drop balls and all the rest of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, if they yeah, if they were going to stick with the two refs, I think you need a, a dedicated pocket ref and a dedicated main referee. Obviously, they have to do a bit more running, and apparently that was the reason they brought it in for fatigue. Yeah, but that's a cop out to say that because they're of course pretty it fit. is. Yeah, they're they're better than half the football. Like at players. the same time, right? I can. I remember talking to a few referees from back then when it first got brought in. Right, they had a high influx of senior referees retiring. So the, all these young referees, even yeah. though yeah, they're up to the standard to referee NRL or reserve grade, and that, they just didn't have the full-on experience. Yeah. Yep. So they support two referees, help with development, but they decided to keep with it for 10 years. <laughs> mm. But yeah, the the one thing with the two referees that irked me was the way they used to swap around, and I think it should have been dedicated one. Your that's your job, that's your job, and yeah. you know it, it, that would have saved a lot of. Yeah, that the problem with up. that is you need to train someone to be specific, specifically be a pocket referee, and there's not an avenue to do that. Oh, surely you can. Oh, train well, there, there is seriously. There, there, there yeah, is but you know, the only way to get experience at it is being a pocket referee, which doesn't happen in junior leagues. No, no, of course. Yeah, yeah. and. But you know what? In junior leagues, how many often get practiced to be a touch judge? Exactly. Or, or an in-goal judge, except for when it comes to semi-final time. Well, <laughs> just touching on that point, with going back to the one referee, I think that, that the only way that the one referee works is where the, the touchies are going to have to be given more onus on the ruck and yep. forward passes and the 10 metres. Like, he's offside, mate. You've you got to call that. Yep. You know what I mean? Whereas they're, before, at the well, moment, they, they, they just they stand now, there. They're just fucking statues on the They're side now line. the ruck They're basically really. in goal referees to make sure the fucking kick went over the fucking yeah. over the post. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, they're going to have to... Touch just don't work how they used to. No. no they're but now they need to. They need to go back to do... Or the, um, the bunker needs to be tipping with the ruck stuff. You know what I mean? Because... Uh, I see it working one of two ways. It's either going to slow down, you're going to have your Melbournes and your Roosters, you're going to have you know your big packs that are going to monster guys, get four blokes on top, all locked in together. Oh, shit, I'm stuck, sorry. And, you know, but 20 but second play the ball. But at the same time, though, right, obviously with ruck penalties, it's just The new again. six again, yep. There's the next point I was going to get to. Um, I just want to quickly tell – I'll get to that now, but just quickly, obviously we've watched League long enough. What were the biggest changes you noticed – that two referees made to change that where to, to get us to where we are now, which is the first question. I'll let you answer that now. What have you thought? Um, oh, it, I don't think there was a huge difference, to be honest. Um, if anything, it sort of muddled things, as I said, yeah. with the the way they the were swapping and different changing. It was bad the first. It was, it's better now. They've fixed it, but it was very bad for a while. Yep. True. And um, awesome. Oh, no, you're right. Go on. Yeah, yeah. Well, to be honest, I don't think it really done anything for the game mm. and like that's just my opinion like obviously I haven't got stats in front of me to to have for and against but I wasn't a fan of it to be honest because um, as I said you know like to get all the way through to the NRL you're refereeing the game by yourself the whole time and you see referees referee reserve grade jersey flag they get to the NRL they're completely different because they're getting taught to referee different because yep. it's not about refereeing it's about conducting they're like music conductors trying to control the game mm. instead of refereeing what's yeah. in front of play them play it now get up play it now da 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 yeah, yeah. yeah and um, well, obviously 
it, it, it's going to work either one of two ways. You're going to have your big packs that are going to slow it down and try to, you know, you have f- your four blokes in there and Cameron Smith's leg's been wrapped around the other bloke's leg four times and he can't stand up. And Or if I was a coach, the way I'd look at it, if I had a smaller mobile pack, it would basically be either touch footy or rugby. So you run into the line, you grab the jersey, you hit the ground. He's held. Get up and play it. Get up and play it. Or rugby, where you get down low, you turn your body. As soon as you get impact, you hit the ground. Same deal. Get up, play the ball. On the back of the – same with the, the six again. You know, as soon as that, that bloke flops, six again. Go, go, go. Like it, it's either going to turn more towards touch where it's just touch me down, up and go. Well, the extension that is – you're almost looking for a ruck penalty. Of if you're doing that, you're yep. looking to get them there because the result is they're going to try and slow you down, which can be handing a ball and then and six you, again and then bang and, and you roll and roll and roll. Like if you've, if you've got a smaller mobile pack, that I think that's your go-to as a coach. Your, your Parramatta's, your, um, your Tigers, teams like that, where they're just going to, you know, leg speed, hit the ground, get up. Okay, he's held. You've got to let him go. You've got to let him go. Six again. Like a good yeah. thing about Off it. Because another good thing about the six again that I like is, and it really annoys me, is that the referees will give a penalty. Instead of giving it while they're in the motion of what they're doing, they wait till the players get up, play the ball, yeah. play get darts out, dummy half, I'll boom, there's a penalty because you're holding down in the ruck. Yeah. Why didn't you blow it then and there? If that's the case... Six, yeah, that's they right. got their yeah. advantage because you see it on so many players' faces. There was like, a, oh, I had an advantage. It's like the tap and go. You know, yeah. you're going to have four blokes out of position, and if it's six again, and you can go. Yeah, those four blokes are dead. Yeah, you know, and, and, but if know? teams are going to be constant uh, and like giving away six, but it was quite noticeable a, a team, and I don't want to actually, I don't want to lose any examples, but hypothetically, a team that may be coached by someone like a Shane Emmett might be up by six and. Um, but by six and happy to just concede four ruck penalties take the last the five ten. minutes because they're not going to take two. That's right. And then you're just resetting your line and off you go again and three yeah. tackles later you reset your line and you know you're going to get three chances to even talk about Before sin bins. They send someone off, yeah. No. So if you've got five minutes – and it happened it happened a lot last year and I, I think this is a great thing because straight away you don't get to reset your line. It's yeah, six again and, and now six you're again and, and he can go. And the bloke oh. flopping is now stuck there and now there's an overlap. That's right. On the other side of the field. So I, I think I, I'm excited. They reckon it's an extra two to three minutes – of actual footy being played in 80 minutes because it okay. should. That's a stat Realistic. they trotted out. Someone yeah. smart so they suggested that. Would you, as a coach, Trev, would you agree with what Barnes said about that sort of plan of action in terms of how you'd change your approach? Oh, definitely, mate. Like in the day, like as a coach, like I know I would have been saying to the players, get to the ground quicker, sort of trying to fight the tackle, mm. get down to the ground quicker because some teams. You know, definitely if they got tied forwards, especially later yeah, on the in the game. Yeah, the teams with the massive packs. They're, they're going to lay on top of you. They're going to give away that six again. Yeah. And then when the referee's going to get sick and tired of it, then they, will, of then they will penalise them or put one of them in the bin. Mm. Absolutely. And all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden when you defend for 10 minutes straight, it is a massive detriment as opposed to – it just didn't seem to be a big thing last year where it was uh, – it obviously wasn't helpful, but teams could could hold them for eight yeah, minutes straight. Break, they yeah. could sort of have that happy. They absorb eight sets on their yeah, line. If you can break that flow and have you. But now, rest now your eight every... sets are actually forty tackles as opposed to twenty, and you go, you reset. You just no, oh, they'll get blown apart. There'll be teams that yeah are laying over the ball, and they'll probably concede two or three tries because of it. You know, it'll just and be, I think it'd be a steep learning curve. Your some Benji teams are going to be or the hooker will just tap it and gone. Steep learning me. curve for some teams. They're going to struggle the first couple of weeks back. Uh, and 
question without hopefully notice. Hopefully it does eliminate the wrestle a little bit. Question without notice, like you said, what teams does it potentially suit? You've mentioned like Paratigs. Yeah, well, they're the first two that came to mind. Um, obviously, I've only sort of heard about it this morning and I've been quite busy driving around, but, you know, there's lots of weird and wonderful thoughts that go through my head while I'm driving around in the truck. And, mm. yeah, they're, they're the two teams that did stand out. those pigs give me. you the eye through the window. <laughs> they're the two that did stand out. Um, it probably it probably helps the Bulldogs a little bit too and it might mm. disadvantage your bigger packs like your Warriors and um, your Roosters. So, And as a defensive, as like a, a – how do you defend that? You've got to chase It's a whole new world. You've, You've got, got to let them go. Yeah. You've got, you, you got to, instead getting of getting, it's you know, about trying to set your line better. Like obviously not. you can try to go down the tactics that they do now is where, oh, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. It's not my fault. You know, sorry, you know, 20 seconds later, play the ball. Yeah. But other than that, it's going to be, what are you still doing there? Get up, get up, get up. Okay. And obviously six again. Cameron Off Smith, for example, is a master of this temper of a game. Yeah. He now has less of a say defensively. And what might happen, but it, I mean, obviously, yeah, the player is he's going to enjoy having a little bit more. But yeah, the, the one-on-ones is going to be the big thing. Mm. Like when, when you're hitting an edge with a second rower or a center, and it's a one-on-one tackle, you're not going to be able to, you know, do lay on it and stop. Lay on him and do a 360 spin, and then get yeah. up and push him it, when he's now, trying to get up off the ground. You got that half break; it becomes almost a break the Pretty next the, the yeah, next unless phase. The boys are bolting back on side. I think it makes better footy to watch. I think it's going to be I, I think it footy. might, yeah. I, think, I, I, I honestly think it might. I reckon it will speed up the right. So across the, across the board, is it a tick? Yeah. Thumbs yeah. up from Obviously everyone. Obviously, you've got to, got to suck it and see, but... Yeah. No, like I know quite a few people are Thumbs up it. for everyone like this steamrail tight red togs. This is a <laughs> thumbs up beer from me. Yeah, like, like I say, I know quite a few people out there, like in uh, social media and like, you know, like they're a bit disappointed, but it's probably 50-50, but in the day, uh, I think it's a good time to try it. Yeah, of course, mate. So, yeah, the situation that we're in, you just gotta, yeah. you just gotta do it. That's right. So why not? Well done. Fantastic. Well, well done, Peter and VL. If, you know, obviously, if we need he keeps to save goals, that kind doesn't of he? money, yeah. yeah. Old PVL. Ken Push, old Peter. He's up and going. Ken Push um, an agenda. Yeah. Anything to add on that before we get on to our next point? I don't think so, mate. I'm not sure if there's any drop yet. Uh, Barney, you had some other stuff you want to chat about before we get into <laughs> Super Coach? Oh, I quickly wanted to ask you, Trev. Um, purely from a selfish foot um, point of view, Sean Bloors. Got a rap on him or? Yeah, mate, he's a good player. Yeah, and that so what he gives um, you a body, a big body second rower? Hey, like, I'll be honest, quite a few people out at Penrith, you know, like they were disappointed to lose him. Yep. And that, because he's a pretty good player, you know, like he captained the SG Ball in 2018 when they won the SG Ball and they even won the national title as well against the Queensland rep side. Oh, nice. And that, I've uh, had big raps on him. Yeah, we generally don't get a captaincy if you. That's right. No so, good. mate, and like you know, he's a younger brother of Dean Ball, who's also still at Penrith. Mm-hmm. So, mate, to get a two-year contract out at the Tigers, uh, good on him. Mm. Nice, excellent. A few uh, fills a hole few, as well. Few for you guys. Penrith juniors there as well. Um, our, the winger, and he's just escaped me. Meany, Meany, Meany. Oh, mate, I think Pe- Zach uh, well, Sini. Yeah, Zach Sini. Yeah, yeah, Zach Sini's yeah. yeah, second year out there. Yeah. Now he's a former parent of junior. Yeah. I, I, so. I reckon he'll be playing NRL uh, very shortly. Yep. And that, so, yeah, no, he's pretty good. Awesome. Barney Boy, what, have you, what else you got here? I mean, I'm just looking at, um, obviously, we've spoken about how the break's going to do a lot of teams really well and... Um, it can't, there's not a lot of negative out of you know in club land for the break that we've had to have 
And um, there's gonna, so many blokes that are going to be coming back round three. Yeah. Um, Foran apparently has um, declared himself pretty much a certain starter mm-hmm. as of round three. And considering he was meant to be out for eight to ten rounds at the start of the season, that makes a big difference for the Bulldogs. Um, Offer and Gow, he's back from a suspension. Um, Broncos have done pretty well here, actually. Alex Glenn should be back. Corey Oates um, and Brody Croft will yep. be back for the start. Oh, that's good. Cool. That's a big in. Who as well? I'm not sure yeah. if it's a spot, but Brisbane almost. You did mention it last week. They're starting to get you a bit excited. Yeah, I, I think the I think they're gonna be top four at least. Oh, mate, Brody, Brody Croft, you know, I, Croft's a big in. Like you know, for someone, yeah, I wasn't 100 percent sure how he's gonna go, but he brained it in that first two weeks. Oh no, definitely, mate. Like for someone like Brody Croft, you know, like for whatever reason, uh, he was not. He was on the outer at the Storm. Yep, he's gone into Brisbane. Obviously, the players respect him. He's impressed everyone. You know, turn up to a club and you go, he's the captaincy. Yeah. yeah. You know, and the way he uh, directed them around in those first two rounds was good. And when he got injured, I thought, oh, no, that's going to hurt Brisbane. But having that break, yeah. I think that... Um, and that was my question when he, he did come to Brisbane. I wasn't sure he had that structured game behind him. He, he, he seemed more like a ball runner to me and a kicker. And um, But he, he's absolutely killed it the first yeah. two rounds. You also got to understand, mate, like when you're playing at Melbourne... And that, like, you know, you, you've got your two jobs, and yeah, you, two this jobs. is your job. This yeah. is what you want to do. But he, he would have took in everything from Cooper Cronk, Cameron Smith, because obviously those were the two main guys that, of course, uh, controlled the play, and including Billy Slater. You know, so yeah. he would have learned all that. Absolutely, yeah, of course. Um, no, I think they're um, sharks have done pretty well out of it as well. Yeah, um, yeah we mentioned well, last week. Dugan not you get, you get sure back. That's great, but um, yeah, Zeri and Moylan. Uh-huh. Um, Kevin Proctor is back. Hmm. AJ Brinson was due to be back, but Brinson's out for the year, which yeah. we're going to save to the um, super coach. But we might as well get in there. Keep going. Yeah, he's gone from um, a partial fracture to a full fracture in the back, which is not good. And we wish him all the best, obviously. Um, Paseka, Gruveski, and Hopawadi back for Manly. Brandon Smith. That's mm. a big one. Um, obviously, with uh, with the swap deal with the Tigers, they've lost the, their the backup hooker, now, yeah. and now they've got their other. They've got the New Zealand hooker as backup to the Australian hooker. So, all buggers <laughs> struggling there. Um, Braley's gone. They can't hold him in the squad. He might. He could have possibly been back right at the end of the season, but you know, with a thirty man squad and possibility of people being excluded from COVID and all the rest of it, they've yeah. had to stand him out for the rest of the season. Ponga's been suspended, shoulder charge, so he'll miss, he'll miss this week, or first week back. But, um, yeah, there's so many. I said, um, and I, I said, I think I said these Brisbane last week, Margo's back for South. Yep. You, uh, you've got a wrap on. And yeah, then, goes, yeah the, Sim, well, the Sims brothers both back. Uh, Bateman, 55th. Cordner's obviously back. We got a lot of, yeah, a lot of back there. But um, we, I gave a bit of a rundown on that last year, week as well. Um, Tex Hoy, you had a sprig for the start of the year. going to get a starting yeah. spot. Yeah, mate. I'll, Recap I'll, that I'll, one for us. Oh, I love Tex, eh? Mm. Mate, I remember calling him in a Jersey Fleck game last year. <laughs> and, mate, like, he was just on fire, mate. Like, obviously, he still has to grow into Translated. his body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because obviously, you know, like, there's not much of him. Yep. But, you know, he's still young, so he, he still has to So grow. is he a Billy Slater mould or he's a bit bigger than that or? Oh, he's a bit bigger than a little that. A bit bigger. Pongier mould. Yeah, but he's, but he, yeah, but he's just, like, thin. Yeah, but he's quick. <laughs> he's fast. You know, yeah, like, real fast. you know, so he just has to find his way. You know, but once he matures a little bit more, like as in body wise, 
What about when your face lit up just then? As well, you are a big fan. Oh, mate, I love Tex, mate. Tex Smith uh, over here, there's a nickname. uh, As I said, guys, like, mate, I remember, as I said, mate, like, I was uh, calling a game last year for Magic Round in the jersey flag out at Wycart. Tex Hoy, mate, it just had a great ring to it. Tex Hoy down the side. Tex Hoy's made the break. Tex Hoy. Who's going to run without the best? Vossi, probably. Vossi will snaffle that up. Yeah, Vossi. Tex Hoy will love it. That might be something for next week. Best footy callers at the moment. <laughs> no one's calling for a while, but it might be a debate for the next week. We should bring more of them. We don't get where we're quite well, our best uh, all-time teams. Yeah, so he's got a day, but he's going to be starting fullback from all the reports. Yeah, but I think he'll go well. Bradman Best apparently back Bradman as best. well for the Knights in the yeah. centres somewhere. But, um, mm. got then uh, Morgan's out. Yeah, Morgan's had surgery, so he's out for a couple of weeks. Yeah, he had a clean out. And... Um, so we will tie this into sorry again. TP TP Tavita Pengai Jr. I'm trying to say TPJ and I couldn't say that, but I could say Tavita Pengai Jr. Yeah, because you're about to, <laughs> oh, you're about to say the internet company TPJ. Yeah, TPJ. <laughs> and um, you know he went and got some clean up surgery, but um, he was suspended anyway, so he should be coming back round six or. Haven't so. they got a team Brisbane all of a sudden, oh, mate? Yeah, it's mm. it's kind of scary to be honest. Um, yeah, but let's look at some futures. Talk amongst yourselves. Um, yeah, of course. Now we'll get <laughs> no to. Um, it's how you. We, we always sort of finish on Super Coach because um, we love it. Uh, you had your five changes. Have you had a chance to look yet, or you haven't? Yet? Nah, still haven't looked at it, mate. It's we're still two weeks away. As I said, I was going that bad when, when it yeah. finished. I'm not real keen to get amongst it at the moment. No, that's fair enough. I will, Absolutely. and um, the five trades will make a big difference. Um, coming I've got straight to sit in down and look and at that as well. Yeah. Obviously, you want to make as many trades as you can straight up because you want to get your best players on the field because this is going to sort of be like a 2020 comp. It's not going to be your normal footy comp. There's not going to be people resting people mid-season and all that kind of stuff. It's just going to be flat out, foot to the floor, especially for teams that haven't won any games yet. They're just going to to have to, you know, you're going to have to put 10 or 12 together. Now, is there a team that you've had? seven weeks to think about it in your, the back of your truck there. Um, yep. Is there, for both of you, is there a team right now you're thinking this suits or you're champing just to do the draw and see where it sets up because you're going to have the, the, the full squads all year and his foot to the floor stuff, big bash style. What, um, is any team getting excited now? We don't, we're not really going to talk. I don't really bet footy uh, futures. I was just looking and I couldn't find them. Um, <laughs> No, it looks like Tab have taken down from the wrap, but uh, once we're up, is, is there a team that gets out, excited you or you really, want to wait um, and hopefully we talk? Really Maybe market, that gives us something to talk about next week. Uh, is something that gets excited at the moment or you wait and see? Oh, well, any team that's won both their games is off to a massive start because you've got five or six teams that haven't won a game yet. So, you know, but, I, but I still think, like as well, give uh, teams five more games. Yeah. To see where everyone's at because we'll we've it. just had another preseason basically. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and we least. did, we all obviously all sat there and did the two hour preview at the start of the year. A lot of that, I guess it's rinse and repeat right now because it's just two weeks that going again. Interesting with Parramatta, they well, they beat Dogs and Titans. So what does it all mean in the grand scheme of life? Um, yeah, but that's the thing. Um, with the draw, but four I'm points. Sh- I'm assuming most teams that have already played somebody are probably going to play one of those teams again. Mm. Because you're going to have to play the rest of the comp, and then so potentially you know, so they could they might have another easy get kill another, after so they, they might have eight points walk up. In here, you can never say walk up, I suppose. But no, no, of course not. Eight um, points it's go going to be when you need what yeah. twelve, twenty. You really what twenty points gets in the finals this year? They say the first couple of weeks are going to be really scrappy because there's going to be obviously the teams that haven't 
haven't got any points on the board, they're going to be pushing, attacking as hard as they can. And this, I just got a feeling this ruck, the new ruck thing might there might be blowouts in the first couple of weeks if teams aren't fit. All of a sudden, rolling, rolling, rolling. Six points becomes twelve, becomes eighteen, and yeah, it's it pushes. I think it pushes it a bit more towards the back, the teams with the better back line than it yeah. does to the team with the better forwards. So yeah, you want to know interesting what else? to see, like, because teams, like you know, I know they've still got a couple more weeks because of the new six six again rule. Yep. But teams haven't been really training for That's it. That's right. No, Fitness not. is now a thing. A big, bigger thing maybe it usually is first round. And pace. Uh, pace off the mark, especially with that six again. Your blokes like your Damien Cook. Damien Cook's back in the game, isn't he? Um, you know, the wingers that come in and, and Supporting take players. And just, you know, the speed off the mark's going to be massive. And your best supporters. So your, your Tommy Turbos. Your Tedesco's. Tedesco, yeah. obvious, but yeah. they're, they're good at what they do and, it's for, and they're going to be better really at it now. <laughs> but they're now, yeah, you're... Your blokes that can get your, your fullbacks that can play a dummy half around that 25 minute, 30 minute mark. Yeah. And your wingers that come in for that dummy half run, you know, if, mm. it, if the play ball's that bit quicker, that makes their job that little yeah, bit easier. You know what Tommy I mean? Tommy Turbo plays a lot of dummy half. If they get that like, extra wow. step or two, Ferguson, you know, if they get that extra step on the bloke that's chasing them, probably not going to catch them. So. Long term, yeah, a lot, of, a lot more. Bring back the old, yeah, 80 metre winger tries. Beautiful. Been a couple of, been a while since them. Sure. Um, which is exciting. I think it's going to be exciting. I, I'm just excited for footy. Like I said, 13 sleeps. Anything you want to finish so on? Excited. Trev, you want to have the first say here? Uh, mate, I just think uh, the referees just need to pull their heads in a bit and just understand that everyone across the country is uh, – well, not everyone, but quite a few people have lost their jobs. So for your like – millions, yeah. So, mm. for, so for your part-time referees, you know, don't uh, – go, go back to your normal job if you haven't got your normal job. Unfortunately, like, you know, like everyone else – who's uh, suffered during this time, don't worry about it, one referee. And they're going to remember, people will remember who said, yeah, we'll go with the one referee, you know. So it's going to help you down the track. And that, So take the pay cut. Yeah, exactly. And if you're good at what you do, your job's going to be safe, isn't it? That, that's right. So, you know, don't take everything for granted. It's like the players, you know, they know that their position isn't always safe. What's a full-time referee, mate? You know, off the top of your head, what do you, what do you estimate? Uh, probably about 150. Mm. There's not many walks of life you can make 150 really working. I know you don't need you work, you're training at, like, but, but quite a few of the referees, you know, majority of them or not. But if you're going to be an NRO referee, what are you doing? You, you can't go and referee the well, milk trucks. You can't well, go. Well, that's it. well, quite a few of them, like, you know, like, I don't know so much about like these days, mm. but I know over the years, majority of them were either ambos, police officers, or firemen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. And that all allowed them to do what they wanted to do anyway. Yeah. And we're so, going to need them. Actually, the couple I know, you're right. One was an RF, I think it was RFS, and the other one would have been. Yeah, Russell Turner, the linesman, was a mm. fireman. Mm. Probably still is. Billy Harrigan was a cop before he started, yeah. but he got his full time. I think David Mason, I don't be wrong there. David Mason might have been too. I can't remember. Oh, mate, Manson. Uh, Sh- Sean Simpkins. Mm. Yep. He, he was a ref. Um, and that Rowan Best. Yep. Yeah, he was another one who was who's a detective. Yep. Mate, yeah, the world, the, the whole landscape's just changed. Everything's so different. Just gotta, yeah, some of us have been lucky in others. Some of us working. We're all working hard. We're all trying to get back there. Um, I think that's a good sentiment. Trev, anything, you wanna, uh, anything else you want to add? Do you want to plug any of your other exploits across uh, social media land and yeah, guys, uh, local rugby league man about town? Yeah, guys, so uh, the if GT. you want to know more about the English game, get over to Serious About Rugby League or you can go onto the website, www.seriousaboutrl.com. Or if you want to know more about junior rugby league, and that head over to the final whistle. Now I've seen I've seen a few of our friends promoting. They've got the uh, the junior 
junior league. Uh, junior club playoff is that, is that what's going on? Yeah, so just then even a few of my people popped media, up there. Yeah. yeah, so in the quarterfinals and that. So yeah, no, definitely, mate. Um, the quarterfinals have started and that. And uh, mate, I think at the moment the favourite club would to take it out would be uh, Cambridge Park. Oh, look out! You know, like, mate, they got a pretty big following, mate. Like, yeah. And that. So, like, just on social media, you know, quite a few people. Or either like and I've helped whatever the uh, reaction, whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like they've, they've been getting it. Uh, they're, they're pretty good, but you just never know. Like some of the bigger clubs, you know, they haven't been pushing it, but you just never know, mate. Um, come uh, that final time, uh, you just don't know. Real good initiative, mate. Yeah, pushing the junior league, it's great. No, and that, they they do fantastic coverage of it from uh, all reports. I've listened to a couple there, and uh, they uh, and and uh, wish them all the best going forward. Um, for all your other nonsense stuff and super coach, you can always stick with 40 and Frothies. That's it. So, but always have to give a look up there. Uh, and serious about rugby league, you can find all the coverage of the UK game there on Facebook and on the interwebs. Barney boy, you've got your notes yeah, here. Go for it. It's got a big shout out to the single ladies and gents. They're out every weekend putting themselves about and doing their best. They must be, you know, be toeier than a Roman sandal at the moment. I know one. Uh, get well, out, I know get one that's found it. love uh, in isolation. I feel their pain. You know, I'm married, so <laughs> there's not a lot yeah. going on there. Um, oh, there's a little bit of a fib there. Actually, um, the missus actually suggested something the other day to spice things up a little bit. And obviously, I was pretty pretty excited about that. So, I had a few. <laughs> Did questions she put on our show us your tips and just wrote the, the notepad out for you? Watch me do there, my quality no, no, David. No. She actually suggested hallway sex, mm. and um, I was yeah, obviously. And she said that we should do it as often as we possibly can. So I was more excited than you with a handful of hundreds in the fucking PAB, <laughs> mate. Was, what, what the fuck's going on here? It's I'm like, lot. okay, so what, what is this? What's this hallway sex you're talking about? She goes. All right, so every time we walk past each other in Norway, I'm going to tell you to go get fucked. <laughs> Follow that, Harv. <laughs> uh, big shout out to Jenny. He's a big fan. Uh, to all the listeners, this is uh, Rated M. There is an E here on Spotify. Little E. Explicit. But if you're listening to Car Kitties, um, I hope I'm dad explained that to you. Uh, thank you for listening again. Thank you for subscribing. Give us a review and a like and get involved. Give us some feedback every week. We'll put up some once the footies up, we'll put up some super coach news, a bit of uh, opinion, some videos, a bit of fun. Yeah, we'll get we'll drilled down into the series. Yeah, stuff. we'll get that that's where we're gonna shine. So stick around. Uh give, give us feedback each and every week. We'll put up some stuff. Write in, ask us some questions, what we might do, what Barn might do. Um, Trev's going to be our roving reporter. He's going to get some interviews for us as we go along and be on more often than not as well. But we might crowbar some other cheeky super coach so-called pundits in. We have a super coach champion to crown. Yep, We've we got do. a big shiny Kyle. belt we need to get up. Yeah, Kyle's in the lead, so we'll get back to that. And I guess Trev might just get a board of super coach next year. <laughs> see if we can uh, crowbar him into that. But... Uh, We'll see what happens. But thank you, boys, for joining us. Uh, been a pleasure as always. We will wrap it up. So, yeah, like I said, follow us, Beer Garden Empire. Show us your tips. Footy and frothies and, of course, Club Trevor's on the other channel. Enjoy your night. Enjoy. We're counting down. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again after a while. Now with the best friends.